And welcome you back into another edition of Gateway to Baseball Heaven. I'm your host, Daniel Shopdahl, C70th Bat, at C70 on Twitter. Usually it's where I say, with me as always, is Tara Wellman. Um, but Tara is not here, and Tara is about to not be Tara Wellman anymore either, as Tara gets <laughs> married this Friday. Uh, and so it'll still be a couple weeks before we get her back, I imagine. Uh, but joining me tonight is Russ Robinson. You'll find him over at Redbirds France. He's FR Robinson 1957 on Twitter. Um, glad to have him filling in some big shoes. Uh, and Russ, how are you doing tonight? Well, I'm doing great, Daniel. I, I was doing a lot better till I sat down this afternoon and watched that that game. You know, <laughs> <laughs> that, that's fair. Uh, yeah, yeah. It was uh, it was it was it was frustrating to watch. Uh, I might have cut out a little sooner. If it hadn't been the fact where I knew we'd be talking tonight, so I felt like I needed to be, to be ready for well, you on that. I don't know. I left after about the sixth and started moving yeah. the yard. So, um, <laughs> so you, but it, it was pretty much uh, well in hand by that point in time. By that it, time, yes. You know, there is a difference, isn't there, to the fact. You know, the Cardinals win three out of four against the Diamondbacks, mm-hmm. and that's great. I mean, if you can win mm-hmm. three, three out of four in a series, that's awesome. That's, that's but, right. But there's a difference, at least in the feelings, if they lose the second game, say, versus losing the fourth game, I get a chance where you can go in and actually get that sweep. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, the, I mean, obviously the Cardinals didn't necessarily plan to win today, if you saw the lineup. Right. Um, but there isn't, I mean, if, the, if they'd won three out of four but won today, we'd feel a lot better than winning three out of four but losing today. Right, right. Yeah, they, uh, you know, and uh, it came in, Daniel, it just seemed like, of course, I knew they they used a, a lineup uh, today that they felt like they need to give some people some rest. Right. So it's one of those Sunday afternoon games, you know, where it looks like they threw their, you know, they threw some of their bench out there and just hope for the best. And uh, so it didn't feel like it was a game they were uh, felt like their backup was up against the wall and they had to win. Right. So he threw out, you know, when you had, of course, you saw if you're if you're active on Twitter or Facebook during the game, like I do, keep my Facebook and Twitter pages uh, accounts open. You see the immediate reaction of people when Carpenter on in the lineup and and uh, Justin Williams is in the lineup and you know and Kisner's in the lineup, although he's not he's not quite as as uh, he didn't get people as worked up as yeah, much. Not quite as egregious as the other. Yeah, yeah, and you get that that lineup out there, and uh, Rondon. I guess Rondon played second. To, uh, no, he played. He played he third. Played third. Yep. Yeah. So you knew, and the first time Carpenter, um, uh, you know, Carpenter made that base. Well, he didn't make a base run in error. You know, he just he got thrown out at home. Go, or yeah. try to trying to go. He really didn't make an error. I, I don't think it wasn't a mistake. He did what he was told to do. It's but that, it's he, that he, contact play that I always hate because it always seems to do that kind of stuff. Right, right. He ran into it. It wasn't his. You know, he was just doing what he was doing what he was told to do. He, you know, he uh, he and uh, you know, I saw Twitter and Facebook just just pile on him. So mm-hmm. it's just going to be one of those games today. It seemed like, and it just seemed like he got worse as the game went on. And Kim. You know, didn't have it, and then of course, in the first person they threw out there was Webb, and you know, you you could imagine the explosion when Webb failed. What yeah. happened when when uh, what what happened on social media when Webb failed? So yeah. I mean, it was just one of those games. You felt like they just 
they just weren't going to win today, and maybe the uh, Schilt was willing to sacrifice today's win to get some guys some rest. Yeah, I think that really boiled down to it, and you got to do that. I mean, they're in the middle of another yeah. one of those 17 games in a row. Um, you know, mm-hmm. he sat Edmund and, and Arnado, who hadn't sat at all. I mean, Edmund mm-hmm. had played every inning uh, up till today of the whole season. Yeah, um, yeah. You know, there's just time where you got to do that, and you do that when you've got a three, you've, you've won three of the games. Now, right. you know, it's a little bit frustrating. Um, it's not, I mean, just for, from a fan point of view, um, you know, the Cubs kept winning this weekend too. So mm-hmm. you go into today and you're only half game up in the central and granted it's May. I mean, you know, you fall a half game behind them. It's not at the end of the world, but mm-hmm. still um, to go in with that kind of, now it didn't matter. They lost to the Reds and, and the Cardinals are still a half game in the first but you just, uh, you just, it's always interesting. But you're going to do that. If you're going to do it, do it this way. Get it mm-hmm. all cleared out and get ready because you're not going to be able to do that against the Dodgers in the next couple of no, days. No, no. The, the Dodgers were coming up. It's in the middle of a long stretch of games. Uh, you know, so they, these guys got to get some rest. So, you know, even Arenado and Tommy Edmonds and Goldsmith, they're not Superman. You know, yeah. they, they're going to need their rest. And so, yeah. Wow. Yeah, it's um, it's frustrating loss. It, it was, you know, the Cardinals did win three of those games, right? But none of those three felt, even though they got some early leads and some comfortable leads, mm-hmm. none of them wound up being a comfortable game. The first game goes no. back innings. Both the other two wind up in save situations. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, you'd rather the you know rather than win them than lose them. But do you think that papered over some stuff, or or is it just the luck of the draw. I, I think they papered over some stuff. I think they got they you know they played a bad enough to a team that was just that is down, mm-hmm. and they came in and they they won three games like you said they hung on it. You know these were late games, uh, Daniel, and yeah. I'd go to bed at nine thirty or ten. I mean yeah. I've got to get up and I, I got you know I just oh, can't yeah, stay, can stay up on those West Coast games. So I go to bed. They're ahead five to nothing, five to one or something like that. Get up the next morning. Uh, look at the score on MLB.com, and I find out they've won one game. They had to go into extra innings because the bullpen bullpen broke down, and the other games were ended up being close. And you know, uh, a decent bullpen, or, or if they weren't walking so many people, you know, they should have been easy wins those first mm-hmm. three games. You know, they got they got a lot of they got a lot of runs on the on the on these guys, but it should have been easy wins, and they weren't. So you felt like they got away with something uh, that. You know, their problems weren't exposed in this series like they were exposed against the Cubs or the Padres or the, uh, who's the other team that were the White Sox, yeah. you know. Yeah. So, yeah. So uh, we'll see, you know, this, they won't get away with the Dodgers. I mean, they're going to have, they're going to have problems in LA. You, know? you would think so. I mean, the Dodgers have not taken the world by storm yet. Part of that's because that whole division is good. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're playing inside it. I mean, they've got a record of 31 and 22, which is, you know, a game better than the Cardinals. I mean, they're right. second third place right. in that division. Um, but, you know, and they've probably played better competition if you if you look at it. But they're not, you know, we all, you know, especially after this offseason, you kind of felt like they were going to be a 105-win team or something like that. It doesn't look right. like they're going to get to that necessarily. Mm-hmm. Um, right. But yeah, I mean, this is a, a very, a very tough test. You're going to face uh, Trevor Bauer, and you're going to face Walker Buehler. And I know Walker Buehler seems to have already 
already kind of being one of those guys the Cardinals have a lot of trouble with in, in time. Right, right. Um, so, I, you know, it the, seems like the Dodgers probably, the Cardinals have a lot with all their injury issues. It seems like the Car- the Dodgers are getting their injury issues behind them. They had mm-hmm. them pretty early, didn't they? As I recall, they had, uh, they, uh, they, you know, one of the reasons they picked up Pujols was because yeah. they were just so desperate to get some, some help. And uh, it seems like some of their guys are coming back. I, I don't follow them that closely, but it just seems like they might be in a little bit better spot right now. Yeah, they got they got Bellinger back. Um, they still have a number of guys. They have some pitchers, you know, like Dustin May's out for the year, I think. And mm-hmm. um, there's still some injuries that they have. Corey Seager's still on the on the disabled list and things like that. So there's still some, but you're right, they're getting somewhat healthy and. I mean, this is a team that's very deep. This is a team that can deal with those kind of issues, right? And still right. have um, um, that's uh, that's tough. So, you know, I was watching the broadcast a little bit today, um, and they were talking about how the bullpen had been doing their job. I guess is maybe the way they were saying mm-hmm. it this weekend. And I haven't looked at the numbers for sure. They were showing an ERA of I don't remember two eight six, only four are run allowed. But I feel like. I mean, either there were some unearned runs in there or there were some inherited runners that are allowed to score because not that the starting pitching was just dominating, mm-hmm. but it really felt like, especially some of those middle innings, that the game kind of got away. Now, maybe it was more of the last part of the starters, and I am I did watch a lot of those games, which means I'm fuzzy on the whole weekend <laughs> because I was up way past my bedtime. Yeah. Um, but there still feels like there's some issues out in the bullpen. Mm-hmm. Is there a way to fix that, or are they just going to have to kind of hope that they can mix in enough, you know, either blowouts or losses that they don't have to use the good arms two or three days in a row? Right. I think they're going to have to mix it up, Daniel. I I don't see down in Memphis or anywhere that they've got someone that just, you know, everybody keeps bringing up Libertor and Zach Thompson. Mm-hmm. I don't think the Cardinals want to bring those guys up just no, yet. No. You know, I, I keep thinking they'd like to wait maybe, you know, no sooner than when rosters expand. Uh, so, I, you know, they're either going to have to, you know, mix mix and match and pray for the best, and they're going to have to make a move at trade deadline because there's just nothing else around. Yeah, There's nothing else in the system to bring up. I, they're doing that now. I mean, they're switching. Who is it? Fernandez. And you can see mm-hmm. the rotation the bus going back and forth, forth right. between here and Memphis every day. And, you know, there's just no one great there. They, The guys, you, they're depending on the guy. We know who they are. You know, they're mm-hmm. Reyes. They're Cabrera. They're uh, uh, Gallegos. Gallegos. And, uh, you know. So, and Somewhat healthy. Somewhat healthy. Uh, and then somewhat, you know, every once in a while, Ponce mm-hmm. de Leon puts shows up. But, I mean, you know, so, I mean, he's 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 got a tough – He's got a tough job with that bullpen. It's like you say, there's no one in there unless you get a Cabrera or, or, or Gagayos or a Reyes that can shut down a rally for the other team. It seems like if they, if he goes, if his starter's in trouble and he goes in the middle of the, uh, uh, goes into, brings a, uh, a reliever in the middle of the inning, he doesn't have that many people who are going to pin to shut down a rally, you know. They're going to give up that hit, and it's going to get credited to the uh, the runs. Are going to get credit to the starter, but the you know the reliever didn't the reliever didn't do his yeah. job. You know. Yeah. Now, I mean, this weekend, I mean, obviously, we keep talking about it, and Johan Oviedo, he's got some some serious talent. 
but mm-hmm. it really does feel like he needs an extended run in Memphis, and he never seems to be able to get it. You know, they send him down mm-hmm. after a start, yeah, and then he's having to come back up before the next. You know, he he might right. get a start in Memphis, then he has to come back up because of injuries or whatever the case may be. Right. He needs a run down there. Yes, um, but then you see today. I mean, you see, uh, you know, KK. I mean, you know, Jim Edmonds on on the broadcast, you know, is pointing it out that he's just sticking to the same stuff, and you know. It, it it blew up on him, and you start being a little concerned. I mean, he's not gone past, I think, what, five and a third maybe this year? He definitely hasn't gone through six innings. He's gotten no. into the six, but not gone through no. it. No. Um, you know, they're going to need – I mean, I think right now you can say Adam Wainwright, he can give you six. He mm-hmm. might not, but he can easily give you six. He can give you more than that. Flaherty's going to give you six or seven, probably on a regular basis. Mm-hmm. Carlos Martinez can do that at least half the time, if not sure. more. Sure. Um, so you really get into that Gant and, and KK, because mm-hmm. if you can get, and I think we've seen this earlier mm-hmm. in the year, when they were running, when the starting pitching started going five, six, seven innings, the bullpen got a lot better. Right. Because they had to be used versus early in the year when the relief starters were get, not getting through the the fourth. Right. Um. So, I don't know. I mean, you're right. There's not much. You're right. They don't want to bring up Pars or uh, um, Libertor or Thompson. I continue to be a little bit surprised they haven't at least thought about Tommy Parsons because mm-hmm. Parsons had a very good spring. He's not on the forty man, which is part of the deal. Right. Um, but I'm a little surprised they haven't made a move like that they could easily cut Tyler Webb and they bring Parsons in um, even though you know, we, we maybe talk a little bit about him about Webb in a minute but are, is that the kind of are, is this is this just the Cardinals wanting to get through the first two months and see what they have and then make the significant changes or do you think they're just going to try to tread water until that trading deadline comes along I think uh, God I think it's it's their Going to try and get through. I think they've got to do something before trade deadline. What is it, July thirty first again this yeah, year? Yeah. yeah, I can't see this bullpen lasting that long with what they've got uh, playing around. They've got to do something. So I've got to think. I, I got to, you know they're those guys. You know, in the front office and show they're smarter than we are. They know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, they know what they've got and what they don't have. This is pretty obvious to them too. So. Uh, you know, I, I think they've got to do something. I just would be, I'd be surprised if they did this to the trade deadline, unless somebody, someone in that bullpen or someone that hasn't been doing it, all of a sudden finds it. You know, yeah. yeah I mean, uh, but I don't know. It doesn't look like it's it's happening. So, you know. No, it doesn't. Um, and I guess that's the kicker too. I mean, what would you rather see them do? Would you rather them see them trade for? a middle of the bullpen or even a late inning arm that maybe just lets Brian Helsley or maybe hit a six Cabrera be used a little less or used in different situations or even a, or a fifth or sixth, seventh inning arm, whatever. Or do you want to see them trade for a starting pitching that will move somebody like a John Gant into that role? Which, which would you rather see them do? Well, it depends on who the starting pitcher is, I mm-hmm. guess. You know, everyone keeps talking about Max. Yeah. Uh, you know, and I just don't know, know what what that'll cost the Cardinals to get him. And, uh, you know, is he going to come? I, I guess he's on his last year with uh Yeah, he's on his Washington. last year with, with Washington. Uh, yeah, and I don't know what kind of deal, you know, he'll want. Uh, you know, if he'll, 
you know what before he gets traded if he'll want an extension uh, does he have a no trade thing do you know he does uh, I'm, I, I'm pretty sure I, I'm going to say this I'm pretty sure he does I'm pretty sure he has a no trade but the idea is thinking the, the logic here is that the Nationals are bad mm-hmm. and not you know they're 21 and 28 right now mm-hmm. and he has many connections to St. Louis and Missouri right. you know going to Missouri all that kind of stuff and the Cardinals have pretty much admitted that they're not there i mean scherzer expected to be pursued by the cardinals before this last contract uh, mm-hmm. when he was a free agent last mm-hmm. they didn't and they've admitted that the that was their fault they they messed up on that yeah uh, you know given what this team looks like i would i would expect scherzer could wave it i'm not saying he's gonna pull an, an Arenado and basically say this is the only place I'm going to go because I feel right. like what Arenado did but I do think that if the Cardinals made a deal for him that they wouldn't it wouldn't be a Giancarlo Stanton type of situation where they'd make right. a deal and he'd say no I think yeah. he would come yeah I, I, but I wonder if he'd want an extension included on the deal you know I doubt it uh, to some degree because I think you know he gets a chance to go to free agency now maybe he would because of the CBA and all that kind of stuff coming up right um, right. But I think if they, if you could get that worked out, and I don't know, you know, some of that trade stuff like that, it's like how much can you talk to them beforehand, mm-hmm. how much does this have to be done? But I think the Cardinals would be open to, you know, some sort of extension, you know, even if it, especially if it's like a one or two year deal, um, just to add on add another year to his contract. I think they'd be open to something like that because I kind of feel like there'll be some sort of player for him on the free agent market if he gets there. Yeah, I you know if they went if he if they did offer just if they did give him a one year deal in the trade you know extension that'd be fine mm-hmm. you know putting him in the middle of the lineup then you would you could move a Gant or a KK or someone like that uh, into the bullpen and Gant would help a lot I think KK would help a lot you know mm-hmm. I think it would I think that could that could settle the whole thing down that gives you an extra good arm. We know Gant can do it in the bullpen, so there's, there would be no doubt about him going over there. Uh, need someone who can go, you know, and you know, KK, he's done okay. It looks like the first two or three innings, and most mm-hmm. of his starts are okay. So he breaks down, you know, in the fourth and fifth, you know, yeah. where he has his problem. So uh, yeah. I would be for that if if they could make a deal with Max and and uh, bring him in. That would be. Uh, that would be. That looks like to me that that might be the key to, to settling things down. Yeah, the problem with, of course, the problem with Scherzer um, is the fact that the Washington's not giving him up until no. until late July because one, they want to be sure they're out of it. We know what Washington's history, you know, just two years ago yeah. was. I mean, right now they're only six games out of the. Even though they're seven games under five hundred, there's only six games out of first. Yeah. Um, and in theory, could have some sort of turnaround. Um, and also, yeah, yeah, the price is going to be there, and and you know, the price for talent like Scherzer in in prospects isn't as high as everybody likes to think it is, just because you're only going to get probably the two months or something like that. But you're still probably talking about you, know, you could be talking about not all of, but maybe you know, a Liberator or a Thompson or a Gorman or mm-hmm. you know, I mean. Maybe not. Maybe that's uh, overpricing it a little bit. But still, are, you know, are the well, Cardinals willing to, to give up any of any of those guys yeah. for a guy that could walk in two months? Well, unless the old Colorado Rockies 
general manager ends up in Washington. <laughs> I don't think we can hope for a great deal no. anymore. Uh, so they're going to want something. You know, I was always shocked that uh, that Arenado, and we all were, ended mm-hmm. up here with what the Cardinals gave up. You know, well, all they had to give up. We all were expecting Gorman or something. I thought when I heard that when it was about ready to happen, I thought, well, Gorman's gone. You know, yeah. they're going to want Gorman or something like that. And they, you know, it didn't work out, but they'll want somebody. They'll want mm-hmm. someone uh, in our minor league system, uh, you know, unless they, you know, uh, unless they go for someone that's already on the roster. I don't know. I don't think the Cardinals would give up anyone very valuable on the roster. I don't think. You know, they're not going to give up Dylan Carlson or Tommy Edmonds. No, no, uh, anyone like that. But they, you know, I would say they'd have to go with Gorman or. Uh, would they let a Libertor or Zach Thompson go with it, you know? Yeah, and, and I really don't. If they could get away without that, I think they would. I mean, there's a possibility, maybe Gorman, depending on if they don't really think he's going to make that transition to second base of the outfield um, and figuring that, you know, Arnado's there for a while. Um, but overall, yeah, I don't. I don't know, and uh, again, yeah, that's those are those discussions yeah. that are probably just the, the feelers are starting to be put out there. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. Getting a getting some sort of you know middle relief arm would seem to be a lot easier um, mm-hmm. than, than right now. I mean, you could do mm-hmm. this and then go get Scherzer later on. Yeah, um, but if you could get somebody, just somebody that you can consistently count on. Even in the early, the sixth or seventh, I think that that changes this, the dynamic of this team so much. I do. I, I think you know one more good arm, like you said, middle relief arm. That looks like that would just that would that would just be uh, be just what they need. And uh, you know, we talked about Gant being able to move Gant there. And since it looks like we thought Nicholas coming back mm-hmm. uh, might do that, but Nicholas isn't going to be back. If, it, if at all, it would be late in the season. So yeah. we might as well forget that option. So anyway, yeah, yeah. I think you're right. If, if they could just pick up a, a decent middle reliever somewhere uh, right now, right away, fairly quickly, then that would that would make all the difference in the world. I think it's telling that, you know, we're talking about the Cardinals really needing some sort of bullpen help. Mm-hmm. But they are not rushing, I guess maybe the word for it. Uh, Andrew Miller back. Andrew Miller could have, you know, they they they, they put uh, Cody Whitley on the DL right. um, today and couldn't make a move just yet because they, they're going to activate Seth Allage, but he couldn't get here in time. So it'll be tomorrow's move in L.A. Mm-hmm. But, you know, Andrew Miller has had, I think, three rehab outings in Memphis. And, it, you know, Alan and I were talking earlier this week, it just doesn't feel like they necessarily let people just spend a whole lot of time rehabbing anymore, especially hitters. No. I mean, hitters, you know, Tyler O'Neill, we saw he didn't come, he didn't have any rehab, which he was only out for the 10 days. But, mm-hmm. um, you know, it, it's a little bit surprising that they haven't said, okay, you know, even if he's 85%, They'll bring him up. Now, I get, I'm, I'm, I mean, I understand where fans are coming from here. They're going to say, well, he's not any good, so why are they bringing him up? And I get that. I'm not arguing with that. Mm-hmm. I just think it's very interesting that the team is kind of, 
hinting at that as well. Is there, is this, you know, eventually they're going to either have to release him or they're going to have to bring him up. Um, and I, there's a lot of money if I don't think they'll release him. What is what is the future for Andrew Miller? Oh well, I, I you know they're going to have to they're going to have to tra- unless they make some big move in the bullpen they're going to have to they're going to have to bring them they're going to have to bring them back pretty soon. It looks like they're you know uh, they're not going to have much of a choice. Uh, I was thinking the other day I forgot which game it was when I was watching the mess in the bullpen as they were bringing out. Uh, reliever after reliever mm-hmm. and I was thinking boy right now you, Andrew Miller would look good because typically if he's healthy he might sh- well, there might be a game he'll be really good and there might be a game he doesn't look so well but that's better than what they're getting out of web you know really mm-hmm. and so I you know I don't know I don't know what they're what they're wanting to do with Mel maybe they're going to give him every chance to rebuild his strength before they throw him back out there. I don't know. Maybe they know something we don't know about Miller. Uh, maybe they've lost faith in him. I don't know. It's it's really hard to tell. But I I hope I hope they give I hope Miller can get back and we can at least find out. Uh, we need to we need to find out. Yeah, there needs to be some sort of some sort of answer there. Yeah. Um, and you're right. I mean Miller's not going to be the guy you want in the eighth inning anymore. I think that's mm-hmm. pretty, pretty. I mean, not that they don't wouldn't necessarily use him there, but it's not. He's not going to crack that big three as we continue to call it. Um, but you're right. If he's on, if his slider's working, then it feels like he can be that kind of guy in mm-hmm. the, you know, seventh or sixth seventh. or something. Yes, yeah. right. Or at a right. at a spot where lefties are coming up. You know, maybe he can do that. Although I haven't looked at his splits, I want to say early on in the year, he was having trouble with lefties too, which is a problem. But you're right. I mean, he's, you know, I had a little bit of hope. I've I've not been as down on Tyler Webb over the last few years as a lot of people have because I think uh-huh. he's been very effective in uh-huh. the role that uh-huh. he's that he's had. But you know, this year has been bad. But we watched him in Chicago against the White Sox, and he pitched pretty well. He wound mm-hmm. up giving, allowing a run when Junior Fernandez allowed the run, inherited runner to score, and you know, he, but he left with a runner on first, and you know, that's not you know not bad. Uh-huh. Um, he pitched. What was it? Was it Saturday night, Sunday, or Friday night? I don't remember. It must have been Friday night. Um, yeah, behind out of, of, of Oviedo, and pitched like a couple of really good innings, mm-hmm. um, and so. Kind of thought maybe he was getting a little bit more turning the corner. He blows up again today. How much more rope do they have for him? Well, if they don't have anyone else, they, I guess he's got a little more rope. But I can't see. I can't think of boy Webb's going to be the one they're going to have to. They're going to boot him, boot here pretty soon. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, but that was before Nicholas. You know. It's out for on the 60-day DL, and uh, you know now we've got uh, who you said uh, Cody Whitley. Yeah, Whitley on the IL, and uh, good grief, I've lost track who else is on. Of course, you know we thought uh, uh, Hicks. You mm-hmm. know, or Hicks. Now Hicks is is gone for for a good while. So uh, you know, it, it looks like they may if they don't do anything, they'll kind of have to keep them available because they don't have. I don't know. Where else they go? 
you know, yeah. in the organization. I mean, uh, so, you know, the only way it, it happens, he might get let go is if Miller does come back, you know, and that, that he's the one they make room for. Or, you know, maybe like you say, Tommy Parsons, if they decide, okay, we got to get this guy on the roster somewhere, they let Webb go. I don't know. I'm not giving you a direct answer there. This, this, this <laughs> is all. This is all just so it's it's uh it's it's hard to call. I, I you know I would say if anyone in the bullpen is in in risk of being released, it would be Tyler Webb. You know, just being let go. But uh, 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 but I you know, you know, but I don't know where they turn if they do let him go. So yeah, yeah. I mean, that's that uh, seems to be the reason that's. That he stuck around, um, and it's reason why some of the others. I mean, you know, Jake Woodford yeah. can be sent down. Um, mm-hmm. We've already seen that, and a lot of those other guys can be Miller, and that may be one of the other reasons they're kind of waiting on Miller. Is you know, if they have to do something with Andrew Miller, they're going to have to release him because they can't send him down. And the same thing with Tyler Webb, they can't demote him, so they either have to ride it out, hope they get injured, yeah. or get rid of him. And right. the Cardinals are not a team that really likes to cut people mid-year, I don't feel like. They will, yeah. but I, yeah. don't, I think they really try to find any sort of other option before they do that. Yeah, I think you're right. They don't, they're, they're just not that type of team. For whatever reason, they just don't they don't like that. You're right. They don't like to cut people, and we just don't see it. You know, they, uh, uh, you know, Brett Cecil was let go. You know, mm-hmm. after the season, you know, they traded Dexter Fowler. They, you know, they 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 have a, uh, the, but but doing that uh, mid-season cut, uh, that just seems like that's too that's too ugly for them to do. You know, something like that. They just don't want to do that. So I think you're right. It's it's a hard move for them to make. Uh, this is really this is really a hard call. Uh, you know what they're going to do because you know we look we look down the minor leagues in the bullpen. We just don't see a lot there. We 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 know who they're bringing up and down. We know who's on the IL. We know who's not coming back anytime soon. We know who might be coming back in the near future. And it's just not a lot of it's not a lot of uh, not a lot of excitement. You know, if we can just hold on till this person gets back. There's no one like that. There's there's no one like that there. So, yeah, that that is that is that's true. I mean, there's just I mean, there's it does feel like it's kind of getting to that point where there's going to have to be something one way yeah. or another. But what that is, we'll, we'll just have to wait and see. Uh, We've talked about 30 minutes. Let's before we do wrap it up though. Let's talk a little bit about the offense. We saw Tyler O'Neill come back this week and right. apparently love Arizona. Yeah. Um and overall they kind of beat up on the on the on the Diamondbacks, mm-hmm. which is fair since they had lost ten coming mm-hmm. in. it still doesn't feel like the offense is quite fixed though, does it? I mean it, no. it'll be better if O'Neill is hitting, but there's still some some questions there as well. Yeah, um O'Neill's back, he's hitting, you know, Carlson will be okay. Uh you know, it's that extra outfield spot. You know, uh, you know, not getting anything out of Lane Thomas, not mm-hmm. getting anything. I mean, Justin Williams. You know, not getting much out of Justin Williams, and so uh, it's not quite fixed yet. I don't know. Uh, 
I don't know if Bader, if he gets back, he he was struggling a little bit right before he got hurt. You know, mm-hmm. he had started out really hot, then he's, he, he was fading a little bit. But, you know, Daniel, it seemed like everything was just working well <laughs> when Bader was in the lineup. Yeah. And I'm not talking about defensively. I mean, defensively, everything looked great out there. Everybody was comfortable. But offensively, too, everything, you know, when he came back and, uh, you know, it just seemed like everything was clicking better, and I don't know why it would be the key would be Bader, but it just seemed like he everything was clicking. So, no, it doesn't seem like it's fixed. Uh, but, uh, uh, you know, it seems like we need that one more bat. And, uh, you know, I don't know. That's a little bit like coming off the uh, – I don't know where that comes from. You know, uh, Sosa's hitting pretty well. And uh, he kind of makes up for what uh, the young was struggling, was trying to do. He's mm-hmm. he's doing so. Uh, you know that helps. I, I guess I guess one of the questions you might be getting ready to ask is what happens when the young's ready to come back? You know, what are they gonna? What are they they gonna insert, You know, put the young right back in? You mm-hmm. know. As a starter, are they going to let Sosa continue to play it out? You know, see how long this lasts. I think that I think one, I think there's a chance that it's not going to be a question when it comes around. We saw, um, you know, Sosa only had a couple of hits this weekend yeah. in the four games, which is still good. I mean, there's still there's still obviously a lot to like about him, but he's not been this kind of hitter before. And so there's a really good chance, especially since, you know, Paul DeYoung is still, still what, a, a few days away from really doing anything mm-hmm. baseball-wise. They'll wind up sending him out on a rehab assignment. There's a good chance he won't be back, I would think. You're probably looking at two or three weeks, right? Right. At right. least. Um, and I think there's a real good chance that Sosa will cool off enough that it won't be so difficult to put Paul DeYoung back in the lineup, especially if he has a, a decent rehab assignment. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and then, you know, we kind of talked about this unusual a little bit this week. You know, maybe that's where, you know, Edmund winds up a little bit more in the outfield and Sosa gets some time at second. Maybe they will rest DeYoung a little bit more, which is not something they've ever ever done in DeYoung's mm-hmm. career. Um, and things like that. Now that they feel like Sosa's got his, you know, his feet wet underneath him. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, my my feeling is, you know, this will kind of sort itself out. Okay. Um, if they're going to do anything with this lineup, it you're right. I feels like that that spot with Williams and Thomas finding somebody that could go into a fourth outfield, you know, but be a really good fourth outfield, a mm-hmm. guy that could start sometimes. Um, that would be really helpful too, and it, you know, I know we're saying, "Hey, Mo, go get this and this and this," and he's probably not going to do all these moves. No, <laughs> but you know, it does feel like when you have Bader out and you have to rely on Williams and Thomas a lot more, it's not a pretty sight. No, it's not. I was kind of stunned by that throw Thomas made from uh, was it right field to try to nail someone at home plate. Mm-hmm. Uh, it looked like you know, it looked like they could have had him. And, uh, I mean, this guy almost forgot. It seemed like, you know, what, last year or year, you know, when he ever, they brought him up, it seemed like he knew how to play ball. <laughs> yeah. It yeah. Like, seems like this year he's forgotten. I don't know what, I don't know what's, if he's lost his confidence out there, if he's, if he's pressing. You know, the guy's talented. You know, he's, he's fast. He can, he should be able to handle the outfield pretty, mm-hmm. 
pretty better than he is. But uh, so I, I'm, uh, yeah, I'm like you. I, makes it makes you, you know, it makes you wish you had Dexter Fowler still in the yeah on the roster. You know, you know yeah. he was comp- he was competent in the outfield and he was also a good, you know, a decent bat. You know, he never was as bad as sometimes the fans made him out to be. You know, I mean he. He just uh, there was that one year he was pretty bad. <laughs> well, yeah, that year that he uh, was at uh, was that Matheny's? No, was that the year they ran off Matheny? Uh, no, that was eighteen. I think it was eight. I think let's see. He showed his seventeen was his first year, and he started slow, but then came back around. And he wasn't right. the bat that you thought he was going to be. He, wasn't, he was more of a power bat, which is surprising. Right. Um, and then eighteen, it was the year he hit like under two hundred and something like that. And then nineteen, he kind of came back around. Yeah. Um, so. Yeah, I mean, you know, after yeah, eighteen he had he struggled, right? And uh, but he, you know, he wasn't that bad after that. I mean, he wasn't bad in nineteen. He wasn't that bad in twenty. Uh, mm-hmm. But you kind of wish you had someone like him on the on the bench, uh, you know, you, that you could work into the line. He'd really been handy this year, you yeah. know. Um, yeah, really would. Of course, he got hurt out in L.A. I right. don't know. <laughs> Wouldn't have done us much good anyway. I don't know if he'd gotten hurt here, but uh, tore up his knee, didn't he? Yeah, yeah, he's out for the year and then goes into a, a free agency like that. It's uh, going to be difficult for him to find right. a good contract next year, and, and that's an unfortunate thing. Yeah, yeah, I, I, you're right. I mean, we did we talked about how oh, you know, trading Dexter Fowler off was a good thing for him, and and it probably was because you know he's a guy that really wanted to start. But if you could find somebody that was comfortable with starting two or three times a week. Because once Bader comes back, you're right. You're going to have Bader, you're going to have O'Neill, and you're going to have Carlson out there pretty much every day. Right. But yeah. if you had a a guy that was, and I don't, I say this in the wrong way. It's not the way I should. Because I'm saying I'm thinking Reggie Sanders, that kind of guy, which is yeah. obviously over overvaluing this position. I mean, Reggie Sanders was a starter. He was very good. Yeah. But if you're talking like. A Reggie Sanders in the last year or two of his career, not necessarily what he was when he was in St. Louis, then maybe that's what we're talking about. You know, a guy that has been around, who has been good, who still has the pop in his bat, and I just realized we're talking about Oliver Fuels. Um <laughs> But <laughs> if, but yeah. and, and if Albert could play the outfield, <laughs> then yeah. maybe we would have had this. You know, the problem with Albert, and I, and I know a lot of people pointing out that he hit a, you know, he hit his third home run today. He's got a, I think I saw somebody say he has an OPS plus of 121 since he took off for in LA. Uh-huh. But he's got like 40 or something at bats. He'd only have like six or seven here because he just, right. you know, there's, there's nowhere more. they didn't have anywhere to no, put him. Unfortunately, right. to play every day, yeah. or even somewhat regularly. So, but yeah. that kind of, you know, if there was some kind of guy like that in the outfield. Um, that could that was comfortable playing on the bench, but could step in on a regular basis. I'd love to see it. So, well, kind of like a John Mabry used to be. Uh, you know, when he was with the Cardinals. You know, in the same year Reggie Sanders. You're talking yeah. about Reggie Sanders. Mabry would play in left field. Uh, he played first base in left field, and you know he was a good bat off the mm-hmm. bench, and that's what he exactly he was was a good bat off the bench. So. Uh, I was trying to think since then who 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 the Cardinals had who was a good bat could play the outfield off the off the field. I can't come up with someone like that. But it always seemed like in the past they always had someone like that, yeah. you know, who could do that. Yeah, and it's it's a bit of a shift in baseball overall toward 
you know, letting your young guys be those bat guy bench guys, uh-huh. and you know those people like, well, like Jed Jerko was even. Um, yeah, yeah, guy. yeah. Um, now sometimes people were advocating that he should be an everyday starter. You know, he was a, you know, he was good enough off the bench. Mm-hmm. Some people thought, well, maybe he should be starting more. But uh, uh, well, let me ask you, what do you think? Do you think with Lane Thomas and Justin Williams, is this is are are they at the end of their rope with the Cardinals? Well, the good thing is for both of them, you know, they were able to get that fourth year option for Williams at the beginning of the year, mm-hmm. and Thomas still has an option as well. Mm-hmm. And, and as long as the Cardinals can send them to Memphis, they're going to be part of this organization. Okay. I, I don't have any. I it's not a situation where they're going to let those guys go. Okay. Um, I don't know where their standing is in the organization. It feels to me that I just haven't been impressed with Justin Williams much at all. I mean, he mm-hmm. kind of had that little surge there in, in April where he hit like mm-hmm. two or three of his home runs pretty close, and you thought, okay, mm-hmm. maybe this is what the team saw. Mm-hmm. But it seems like every time we watch him, you know, that down and in to to him, to, you know, that down and in corner, he's or, you know, even off the plate, he's swinging at that and, and never mm-hmm. being able to, to do anything with it. I think that they'll play him as much as they can this year, mm-hmm. but you know, next year's a different story. As for Thomas, yeah, Thomas, you're right. Two years ago, came up gangbusters. Yeah, got hurt. You know, last year he dealt with COVID to a point that you kind of write all of last year off. Mm-hmm. But you kind of felt like he'd be back this year, and mm-hmm. what we've seen has not been. You know, you, you could kind of understand the offensive problems. But the defensive issues that we've seen out of him mm-hmm. is a little bit concerning because he's he's one of those guys. You said they said, oh, you know, he could play center and he could be right. a, you know real good guy. He's not. I mean, he's not been terrible out there, obviously, but there's been a lot of of missing thrown to their own. You base know, I that. know they'd probably like to leave Carlson in right field mm-hmm. and have yeah they, they could play Thomas in center, but they just don't have any. It doesn't look like they have the confidence to do that with him. No, uh, give, give him center field. You know? Yeah, and I mean they've seemed to be pretty regular about swapping him and Williams out, and mm-hmm. I think they just like to leave Carlson in one spot more than anything, mm-hmm. you know. And you know mm-hmm. when Bader comes back, then he'll be in one spot. You know, mm-hmm. if it was, if it was Bader on the, it was here and he was taking the day off, you know maybe you could see a Thomas slide in there and let leave Carlson in right, but mm-hmm. I don't know if they do that or not. So, yeah. Well, yeah. with the injuries this year, we've certainly seen a lot of Williams. I mean, he's getting, yeah. a, he's getting his shot. He's getting his shot. Yeah, but he hasn't necessarily, no. you know, done much with it. I mean, looking at it, you know, he pinched it today and struck out. Um, that must have been after I – I don't remember seeing that part, so it must have been after I left. But, um, <laughs> you know, hitting 152. Thomas, yeah. 0 for 3 today. He did yeah. draw a walk, but left four men on base, mm-hmm. hitting 118. And, and, again, that's batting average, and we know batting average isn't – everything but it's a, a decent shorthand right now for the, the problems they're having yeah uh, because it's not like they're hitting 118 with you know 10 homers or anything like that um, no there's nothing so no. no anyway um but the cardinals you know they win one out of three against the white Sox this week they win three out of four against the mm-hmm. diamondbacks so you know what four and three on the week um yeah you know. Well, you know, they picked up a game, yeah, on the win win side. So, mm-hmm. you know, luckily they they did play Arizona this week, and I think yeah. we're, I think we both know that. So, yeah. and fortunately, also that the Cardinals go to play Los Angeles 
but the Cubs go play the Padres. Um, so mm-hmm. they're not, you know, we've seen a little bit of this lately where, and it's just the quirks of the schedule. So I'm not, not really complaining, but you know, like the Cardinals were losing to the White Sox while the Cubs were beating up on the Pirates, you know? Um, yeah. And instead, you know, so this week, you know, there's a good chance that the Cardinals win a game. The Cubs might lose, and you actually are able to make some gap. Now, if the Cubs win, you got some problems, but yeah, um, yeah. But you know, hopefully, yeah. hopefully the Cardinals can maybe expand. You know, get a, a game, or you know, it'd be great to win that series against the Dodgers. Um, oh wow! But you know, it's going to be a, a tough way. Now, you know, you get Jack Flaherty in that series. Um, you're going to get um, Carlos Martinez at the end of that series. Mm-hmm. Um, so the pitching matchups could be could be good you know it's just trying to figure out if they can do well enough to keep that dodger defense offense down um yeah you know, yeah. Knows, so. yeah well flaherty had kind of had a, i see was his last start kind of rough was that his last start he had uh um no he, he won that was, yeah yeah because he kind of he ran against up against his uh his former his, teammate and yeah it yeah. wasn't as much you know everybody couldn't play defense behind him so no. that was, that that was, was part part he didn't you know he kind of fit into some of that but yeah he didn't get a whole lot of help either so. yeah i would expect we'll see something pretty good from clarity tomorrow night if just hopefully he'll get you know uh you know hopefully he'll get some offensive help you know yeah. uh, and he won't get past you know he may get he may get six innings he may get seven but he's gonna have to have some help from the bullpen but maybe the the good guys will be ready tomorrow night you know for the cardinals so. <laughs> they got the yeah. day off today so hopefully yeah. Hopefully so, and it's another another two or three days of late night starts. So right, um, right. We'll have yeah. to get adjusted to that. So yeah. Anyway, well, Russ, it's been good to have you on this week. Um, uh, you got anything coming up at Redbird Ranch that you want to talk about? Well, uh, I am going to write something about you know we Hernandez finally made the Hall of Fame, mm-hmm. and you know, so I I don't have to write about him anymore. <laughs> but I, I was thinking about writing a piece about two guys that I think maybe three who have never been mentioned for the Cardinal Hall of Fame who might should be considered you know I'm not, and not the guys that were on the ballot this year right, get right. I'm talking about you know two or three new names and I'm going to hold off telling on that to put <laughs> the article fair. out so yeah. anyway so uh, I just uh, I think that'll be my next piece and hopefully I'll get it done in the next few days here, something like that. So, yeah, so I have a hard time leaving that Hall of Fame alone. Well, that's so. fair. That's understandable. And, yeah, it's a, you know, we talked to, uh, on Unusual earlier in the year, we talked to um, Brian Walton, who's on that voting uh-huh. uh, board. And it's interesting to talk to somebody that was involved with doing that. But, you know, I kind of feel like that's a, I hope that this year, just electing one, is something that they'll look at going forward. Because it feels to me, you, know, you Maybe not to you, but it feels to me like that's starting to get a little bit crowded and a little bit, yeah. um, a little harder to find quality people. There's still some out there, and I look forward to seeing who you've, you put on yeah. your list there. There's still some there, but, you know, pretty soon they're going to be having to induct the groundskeeper from the 1982 <laughs> team because that's how people are, are left. So. Yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah, and you and I talked about this last year and kind mm-hmm. of said, you know, the 80s are getting, they've really pulled a lot of people in the 80s in and uh, maybe we're wrapping it up. Uh, Hernandez seems like it would, that would top it off. But, uh, I, you know, Daniel, when you read this, you might, you I might surprise you. you it might be more... <laughs> There might be a few more. There might be. Uh, I'm sure anyway, there are. And, and yeah, you know, uh, but anyway, yeah, yeah, it is. It's getting, you know, there. Were, 
I'm glad they only had one going in this year. I think that it'll, you know, I know he'll be going in. Hernandez will be going in. What? What with? Is it her and uh, Tudor? Turn Tudor from were elected last year. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, you know, so they didn't need to. You know, they that'd be three. Uh, that'd be plenty. Uh, so maybe there'll be kind of a deep breath. I know some of those guys on there that were on there that didn't get on will eventually get on. I mean, I can't see them leaving Lee Smith out. The fans leaving Lee Smith out since he's a base, baseball Hall of Famer. Yeah, uh, those are always the ones that are interesting because, you know, Lee didn't have a huge career in St. Louis, so it's like, you know, body of work overall. Sure, he's a Hall of Famer. Body of work in St. Louis, is it enough? Yeah, it probably will be. I think you're right. I think that all those guys are going to get in eventually, but I can yeah. almost see why, you know, somebody like, uh, you know, especially like a Vince Coleman who had, you know, his career, you know, big big part of his career here and made such mm-hmm. an impact versus Lee Smith, who, you know, wasn't his fault, but he pitched on some bad teams. Uh, he did. He did. You know, State, that's so. one thing that's kind of key, I think, is uh, someone who makes a team. They have to be on. It helps to be connected to a great team. Yeah. Or to a sure great does. era. And, uh, you know, some people, you know, I remember Ken Reitz passed away mm-hmm. uh, this year. And Ken was a decent, a pretty good third baseman in his day. Uh, but he'll, you know, he's never been mentioned for the Hall of Fame. Uh, and by, by the way, that's not what I'm talking about on my piece. But yeah. he's never been mentioned for the Hall of Fame. But he was never attached to a great team. He was there in the 70s. And uh, not too many of those guys in the 70s are getting mentioned, you know, uh, for Hall of Fame. Yeah. So, uh, uh so anyway, you've got to seem like you've got to be attached to uh, a great team or a great era in Cardinal baseball. So it, uh, it surely helps, and you know that is one thing. You know we've, we've got Renteria on the ballot, which gets that early two thousands. Mm-hmm. Some of those other guys are going to be coming off. So you know David Freeze will probably be on the ballot. What in? Did he play last think, year? I don't remember his last year or not. I can't. But he mm-hmm. should be. But like, how many three years out? Yeah, that... so either next year or the year after he'll be on yeah. the ballot. You know, Yachty and Adam. I don't feel like yeah. do the ballot for those guys. We just put them right straight in. Right, um, right. You know, you'll have Albert on the ballot at some point in time. Right. Um, you know, some of those from the 2000s that are still active may get some some look there too so with well, the um, la Russa era you know mm-hmm. is is a is the one they haven't they still got you know matt morris was on the ballot this yeah. year yeah um, he's been on yeah. the ballot almost every year yeah and so you figure you know he'll probably get so the la Russa era is going to be i think they'll be you know we talked about the Herzog era, the 80s, mm-hmm. about being those guys. I think the La Russa era will be the next era. We'll be seeing how many more guys can we put in from the La Russa era. Yeah. There's some guys who need to be on there. I mean, yeah. I think Renteria needs to be on the needs to be in the Hall of Fame and mm-hmm. the Cardinal Hall of Fame. And I think, uh, and uh, you know, obviously you can see Albert and Adam and Yachty when they're and David Freeze. He'll get on there. I mean, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think those are maybe, you know, I think there's going to be, at some point in time, Jeff Supon's going to be on the ballot. I don't know that he yeah. gets in. Uh, maybe, I don't, maybe I should be quiet. I might be stealing some of your names. No, that's a good, that's a good, uh, that, that's a good, and I thought Eckstein yeah. might be a, a, a good be. one. He's not on the he's not on the list I'm doing, but <laughs> yeah. there's one that uh, yeah you could uh, Eckstein and Supon. Uh, 
you yeah, know, they and, were... and I don't know that I'm advocating for either one of them. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying that I could see them, yeah, for what they did, show up on on a ballot or something like that. Yeah, well, you know, and I think, don't you think you feel like Whitey and Larusa politic for these guys? You know, they want their guys on there, and uh, you know, I, I think they they'll, uh, you know, I, I think, I, you know, uh, they were a big part both of. Uh, I mean, uh, Supan and Exxon were a big part of uh, La Russa era, mm-hmm. and they were uh, probably well thought of by La Russa, you know. So I, I think, you know, I, I know La Russa right now is over in Chicago, but, I, you know, I think they, uh, I think those guys, that era of 2000, 2000, when do you start, 2002 to through 2011? You could, I mean, you could even go back, I mean, you could go into the, I mean, LaRusse was 96, so you could go anywhere from there. But, yeah, I mean, you could even talk about, you know, guys like Andy Bennis and stuff like that that yeah. were even slightly before that. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Anyway. So they'll be there. Should be. All right. Well, it's been good talking to you, and um, we'll look forward to all that coming up. And uh, hopefully you can do it again. Somehow. Yeah, I did. We didn't solve any problems for the team this year, <laughs> no, but, <laughs> Daniel. We we tossed it around a lot, but I don't think we had, we solved anything. But I appreciate you asking me to do this. I always enjoy it. Yeah, it was fun. So um, next week, I am scheduled to have Alex Christofoli, um from Chirps to join me, um, and in and Tara's absence, and then I may have a week or two off, and hopefully she'll be back after the wedding and honeymoon. So, uh, look forward to that. And uh, so, until next time, for us, I'm Daniel. Good night. Hey, Cardinals fans! Thanks for listening to this week's show. If you liked what you heard, you can find us on iTunes. Just search "Gateway to Baseball Heaven" under podcasts and click subscribe. While you're there, feel free to give us five of those little gold stars, or even a quick review. And tune in next time as we break down another week in baseball heaven.